My name is Donna Gibson, and I've been going to uh, Hillside, well, it was Auton Chapel when I first came uh, this direction, for about 56 years. So when I was a baby, my family decided to make a church change, and we decided on Hillside. At the time, there were uh, adults and families, young families that were a similar age group as my parents. There were children who were my age. Uh, and so we ultimately made that decision to start attending Hillside. I started coming to Hillside when I was younger. I st started coming to Hillside back in 1991 uh, when Vicki was coming here a couple years before I did. At any rate, when, when we, um, we moved out to the country, we, we'd gone to, to a larger church, we moved out to the country, and when we did that, uh, and we were friends with Dorothy and Jean Lubers, for many years, and they told us about this little church out in the country that they were going to. And uh, so we thought that's a good chance maybe for us to get involved in a little different um, ministry in a different area. So we readily did that and brought our children and came, came to Hillside. Hi, my name is Bonnie Walter. September 1973, I joined Bill in South Bend from our home in Pennsylvania. Bill accepted a position at Church Growth Services. Um, he attended a Sunday evening hymn sing here at Hillside, and he really enjoyed that. And we've been wor we've worshipped here ever since then. We actually came from a big church, and we'd been active there at Gospel Center. And um, so when we came to um, to Auton Chapel, uh, we were very quickly put to work. Uh, my husband was quite musical, and I was able to help with uh, some of the organization with. Um, um, the Sunday school. Uh, my parents became very involved, so I was here anytime the church doors were open. Uh, I was here Sunday morning for Sunday school, children's church, Sunday night service, Wednesday night service, Bible quizzing. I was here um, doing it all. Back in 93, I had a, 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 a spinal fusion done, and uh, I know the people here prayed for my surgery and, and things went well. And then uh, after that surgery, I decided that, you know, I needed to be uh, more involved with the, with the church along with Vicki. And so I started attending every Sunday with Vicki. And then I would say within a year, I started coming to Sunday school classes and so forth. And, and you know, over the period of years, I kind of just, you know, grew with, with the people here, got to know a lot of people, had a lot of people praying for me, made a lot of good friends. Hillside was so friendly. Pastor Ringenberg and Bill Harris came to our house and offered their help. We continued to worship with Hillside and they truly became our church family. Um, I was really active with the children's department and um, was a teacher, um, but also they soon uh, asked me if I would head it up and uh, solicit t other teachers, which we started to do. And so that kind of became my role. Um, and and we, had, we had a lot of people who were very talented and, and uh, we had a, a really good children's department for, well, for many years. <laughs> Before we had Janelle, Patsy Nelson Fish invited us to their home uh, after an evening service for some dessert. I asked Patsy if they ever had any need for help in the children's department. She gave me the funniest look, 
Well, I now know what that look was. That look was they always need help in the children's department with God's sweet children. I started helping in the elementary department led by Donna Gibson. She was and still is a great mentor. So September 2023, it'll be 50 years that I've been honored to teach and lead in our children's department. And the fact that when we were down at Auten Chapel, I remember when we purchased the land up here, and it was such an exciting day because we all walked from Auten Chapel up to this property on Ireland Road and uh, had our first service. Uh, and that, that was a really exciting thing to do. Um, and we, we were kind of a small group of people. As I remember, it was such a fun day to walk from the Auten Chapel Church, which was a very small <laughs> building, up to this new property, which was then dedicated, and we continued to um, save money as a group and were able then to build. And uh, we started out by building just the sanctuary, and uh, we did very well with paying for that, and then went ahead and, bought, and built the MOC, the Ministry Outreach Center, which has been very helpful through the years. On July 12, 2015, is when I gave my life to God. I accepted Jesus into my heart, but I didn't truly know who he was. And like, I've heard the stories of what he did, but it didn't sink in to my heart and root and grasp a hold in my heart. A lot of the scripture that I was learning in the Bible stories, you know, it was making it to my head, but not to my heart. Uh, you know, I, I knew uh, a new scripture and you know, at four years old, I did I did say a prayer uh, to, to become a Christian and make uh, Jesus uh, my savior. Um, but unfortunately, at that time is not when I made J Jesus my priority. Um, that came later in life. Uh, my goal in life was to be uh, accepted uh, and thought of as cool um, by my peers. Uh, and that kind of created two versions of myself. You know, I was one person at, at church, uh, and I was one person uh, at school. It was an interesting time in my life because I was seemed like a teenager when we really started coming and really started diving into this church family that I really did not want to be a part of in the beginning. Um, I <laughs> thought that homework was more important, anything was more important than coming here and sitting in one of these seats and listening to whoever had to speak. Um, I would chew gum, I would try to listen to music, I would try to go run and hide in the bathroom and just anything to not hear the word. And back in uh, 2005, I was in the hospital for an emergency surgery. And uh, I was there for five days, I think, altogether. I think I went there on Monday evening and I had surgery on Tuesday. Uh, and Pastor Fetter came in on, on Friday. And this was about, I would say, one o'clock in the afternoon or so after lunch. And he came in and we sat, he sat down and started talking to me and, and he goes, uh, well, I hear you have a vice you want to get rid of. And I said, uh, yeah, I do. And he says, well, tell me about it. And I told him that, you know, I had tried to quit smoking 
numerous times and I had quit and started back up every time. And the person at school was uh, a kid who would, you know, make wisecracks and uh, get the class laughing and be rewarded with a detention. Uh, that was, that was, uh, that was school Preston. You know, Church Preston was giving all of the right answers. You know, I knew the scripture. I knew what, uh, if it's not God, Jesus, or the Bible for the answer, then, you know, I knew the stories well enough that I could probably come up with the right answer. Uh, but my life was not of the Lord. I did not grow up in a Christian household. Um, we just, we were just a family that had it, our rough patches. I had my fun when I was a kid. I just, I kind of lived my life like everything was rainbows and butterflies, but it wasn't. Um, throughout my high school, um, that's when everything truly changed. But before then, I just, I was of the world in every way. When I was, uh progressing in life uh, uh, to middle school, uh, that desire to be uh, accepted and thought of as cool. Um, you know, things change. Uh, to be cool in middle school, you have, to, you have to be a little more edgy, do things a little more, you know, pushing the borders. Uh, and that was me. Um, I made friends who were uh, involved in illegal activities. Um, I sat by, let it happen. At times I even um, participated. Everybody that I was surrounded by loved um, alcohol, loved to get drunk, to party, um, take other substances that are not good for your body. I did not have the best influences around me at all. And that's just, that's what I grew up with. And I, I don't regret or I'm not sad that I had that experience because I believe that God put me in the places that I have been for a reason and I've grown through that. He said, well, do you really want to quit? And I says, yes, I do. And he says, well, just ask the Lord. And I said, really? He says, yeah. He says, well, you're asking the Lord. I'll be praying for you silently. And so, he's, but he says, you got to do this verbally and out loud. And so I just said, okay. So I said, God, can you help me with this issue of quit smoking? I said, I really want to quit smoking. So I'm, I'm going to lay this in your hands today, Father. Um, and then at the end of eighth grade year, um, you know, everything's just kind of crashed down on me. Um, some, some things happened and, and I had some friends, you know, say exactly what was going on. And I had a choice to make, you know, I, am I going to go with the friends who were probably heading toward prison or am I going to follow Jesus and, and go that path? Um, and, you know, weighing the, uh, the consequences of both lives, you know, I chose to follow Jesus. And that's when um, Hillside and, and my church family here stepped in, um, filled, the, filled the void because, you know, I pretty much had to uh, end it with those friends uh, from school. Uh, and I had friends here that, you know, stepped in and helped me uh, fill, fill some of those gaps. Uh, and, you know, I'm grateful that Hillside uh, was um, 
had, had a strong youth group at the time, had great leadership. Uh, you know, Pastor Jared Hampel was, was the youth leader here. Uh, he helped me. I had many conversations with him to talk about some of the things that were going on in my life. Uh, he definitely uh, helped me through some of those difficult times. Um, you know, lucky for me, at the end of eighth grade year, um, that school only went to eighth grade. So ninth grade, I could restart. Nobody knew me. Um, so this time I, I decided, you know, the, pers the Preston I wanted to put forward was the, the, the Jesus Preston, the one that was um, wanted to honor God with, with my lifestyle. Uh, and that's, that's the person who I've carried on. Um, it's just so difficult to, to live two different lives. Um, one at church, one out in, in, in public. And I think that a lot of times um, the world doesn't see, you know, the true um, draw of Christ because of Christians, because there's not much difference uh, with mainstream Christians, you know, versus those who are truly trying to honor God with their lives. Uh, you know, we, we've got to live our life differently. Um, and I've chosen since eighth grade to try to do my best. Am I perfect? No, I'm not perfect, but I'm growing. And I really want to thank uh, Hillside for um, playing, a, playing a great role in my life. But the Lord ended up just targeting my heart and he is so good. And sure enough, within, I would say within five minutes after I asked the Lord, and I really put my heart into it, in my mind to, uh, this is what I was really gonna do, quit smoking. And then Pastor Fetter started, he started praying for me again. We prayed together, holding hands. And within, I, I would say within two to three minutes, I just felt this, I don't know, this rush or, or we won't call it a rush, or the Holy Ghost entering my body and taking this this uh, addiction to, to cigarettes, I all of a sudden felt it gone. I mean, like, it was like completely wiped out. And after Pastor, me and Pastor Fetter talked, he left. And the nurse came in and she said, I saw you were busy, so I didn't want to disturb you, but you know, here's your medicine. And she said, well, what was going on? And I says, well, I asked God, to help me quit smoking. And you know what? I don't have the desire to smoke again. And she said, well, I brought this patch to put on your shoulder, nicotine patch, I said, I don't need it. I don't have the desire to smoke again. And she said, well, that's wonderful. I don't know, I was really thinking, like, when did this all start, you know? Like, when did God change my heart? I think he started changing it when I was little. He is, he's always been there through everything. All of these horrible decisions that I try to do and he stopped it, like that, that's just incredible. <laughs> like, I'm just so grateful. 1974, God blessed us with our first child, Janelle. Hillside was there for us because I was pretty sick the first half of my pregnancy. Bill traveled a lot, so someone was always there checking in on me. 1976, our church family was there again for Milana's birth and helpful with two-year-old Janelle. And of course, eight years later for Billy's birth. 
I had developed blood clots. He'll sign right there again to help us with two little girls. Pastor Ringenberg was by Bill's side with each delivery. And I've spread this, this story to a lot of people and, and they look at me like, no, no, that's not, that's not possible. And I said, yes, it is. Any kind of addiction that you want to get to, get rid of, you can do with the Lord's help. But you have to be sincere. You have to ask him directly. And it's best to either have a pastor with you or uh, a Christian with you praying at the same time. But those moments of, as a family, holding hands together and, and praying to God, like that stayed in my heart completely. And when my dad was changing, I remember it. <laughs> and he was so kind, like extra kind. I mean, I've always loved my dad. He's always been such a good dad. But like to see that change and be like, okay, cool. You know, like to see my dad come to me and be like, Shakira, I only drank one time this week. <laughs> it's just praise the Lord now. But when I look back, I, you know, I was just like, okay, cool, dad, you know, cool. It's still a part of my life. I mean, you know, it's, it's still a part of my life, but I'm like, good for you, you know? But I didn't know how much that like affected his life and how much he grew out of that. And it was just so beautiful to watch, being old enough to watch that and witness that and just witness my dad's heart change and him love me throughout all my bratty times and this church hillside for loving me through, throughout all of my bratty times and my disrespectfulness. I'm so sorry for that. But the Lord heard your prayers and I thank you so much for that because I am here. <laughs> and the Lord brought me here for a reason and I'm so grateful for it. I haven't smoked a cigarette since that day and I haven't had the desire to smoke. I'll be around people that are smoking and the only thing that affects me is the, the smoke affects my lungs, which are you know permanently damaged from all the years of smoking. But you know, I tell people this story and, and they're amazed. But when that happens, it's not easy. It's not like, oh, I'm born again. And oh my goodness, I'm gonna be the most perfect person ever. No, it's a growth. You are a child again. And you're growing to know the Lord and you're growing in this new life that you did not know before, that you weren't taught before this. So Hillside's where I met my wife. Um, everyone asks how I met my wife. I have no idea. Um, she was one of the kids that were just always here. Um, it started as a friendship uh, and developed into um, a relationship, uh, a dating relationship, and now we're married uh, with three kids and it's getting serious. Um, uh, you know, church, this, this church has meant a lot to me, not only there, but you know, this is where uh, we had my mom's funeral as well. Um, you know, the highs and lows of life uh, can be, you know, had here within this building. Um, you know, I've had great highs, great lows, um, 
but I appreciate that this church has been there for me um, to experience both highs and lows. God just protected me throughout my entire life and everything that he allowed happen to happen, it was for a reason and I grew through every experience. And God has blessed me with people to sow into and be there um, for people who have gone through the things that I have gone through and I am able to pour into them. And it has just been so beautiful and definitely, I'm definitely grateful for it and honored. I work, I work for Hertz and I picked this customer up and I was telling her the story and she looked at me like, you mean all I have to do is ask God? I says, yes, yeah, so you need to, but you have to have the belief in him. You have to really believe that God will do it. And I know, I know now that if years ago, if I would have asked the Lord, I would have stopped smoking 30 years ago. And it, it's, I tell people this is the truth. I'm not lying, I'm not, I'm not making up a story. Uh, so if you have an addiction, just ask God. As a parent, uh, I look forward to growing with this church. Uh, you know, the children, I, I wanna give them the same similar experiences that I had here um, and give them the opportunity to grow in their faith and, and learn scripture so that they can apply it into their lives as they grow. And so I'm very grateful for Hillside for just continuing to open their arms to me in every way possible. All of the people who were there and were kind to me and told me that I had a purpose here in this church before I even knew the Lord, that that was very, very moving. <laughs> I enjoy my church family here. I enjoy the, the Sunday school I go to. You know, I think over the period of the last 20 years or 25 years, I have really, um, you know, I've changed my lifestyle at home. I, I do devotions every day. I read the Bible. I come to Sunday school. And even um, as of late, you know, having sermon series that are practical that I can apply to my life. You know, James says, uh, faith without deeds is dead. Um, and I like to take the word and not just hold it in my head and know it, but I want to actually live it out as well. That relationship with Jesus is so important. It's the most important relationship that we could ever have on this earth, ever. And that's when that overflow comes to others. And that's how we truly like show the love of the Father. And that's what you guys did. You guys loved me even though like my flesh was taken over and you guys loved me through through all of the disrespect and i saw that love i saw the father's love overflow from you guys and i'm so grateful for it i don't come here because i have to i come here because i want to i want to hear the words of god when pastor josh preaches a sermon uh, my ears are open, my mind's open to hear what he says. And then I take it home and, and I ponder on, on what was what's taught to me that day. And it's been a privilege to be a member of this church for the past 30 years. And uh, as long as I can breathe my breath, I'll continue to come here. We've enjoyed our years at Hillside.
Bill and I love singing in the choir with so many talented musicians. We both loved teaching Sunday school when called on. I loved using whatever art ability I had, especially in the children's department. Children always think that your artwork is really great and it's not really, but they love it and that's what's important. The main thing I think people need to know is to um, is know God's word. And so uh, we are in a position now, we have a pastor who teaches the word and um, I would like to see more people come and avail themselves of this ministry and um, get to know the Lord and then be involved in, in helping other people do the same thing.